Hello, welcome to episode 91 of the Legendary Frogcast. I'm your host, Joseph Blanchett, and Dustin Watts is here. Holy, 91 episodes, really? 91. We're getting close to 100 there. Yeah, the plan is to quit the podcast when we hit 100, officially. Oh, thank God. I'm in... <laughs> oh, thank God, I'm getting tired of doing this every three months. I'm I'll still waiting. I'm still I'm, waiting for you to update the, the stupid image. I mean... I, yeah, you know, like most of the people on there aren't even regularly <laughs> yeah. on the podcast. I think I'm the only person that's on that picture yeah. that's still around. And um, Joseph. And Joseph. And not that they wouldn't do a podcast, it's just... Um, maybe we should bring them back for the hunt. Yeah. Yeah, also, I'm here. Yep. What's do I name? not get a credit? What's your name so I don't mispronounce it? Mark Schneider. Mark Snyder. Mark Schneider. 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 Oh yeah, we gotta talk about this about the about the Germans and the French. The Germans and yeah. the, the Germans. It's, it means to cut a tailor from Schneiden. And Schneiden. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, usually we do reviews on like movies we've seen, or you know, me and Casey talk about Warcraft or whatever. Yeah. This, this time is, we're doing movies yeah, that we haven't seen. Yeah, this is actually kind of a kind of a topic we're gonna talk about today. Um, oh wait, we're having a topical podcast. Yeah. What what fresh sport madness is this? Yeah. Um, it's not. It's like we've never done a typical topical podcast. Before. Typical never, topical. Never. Well, we haven't done it all lately. Is what I meant. But um, so in the last last um few weeks, there's been a lot of movie trailers released for um kind of revived franchises. I'm talking mainly about Jurassic World, um, The Force Awakens. This is, that's the name, right, for Star Wars? The Force Awakens. Force yes. Awakens. Star and, um, Wars Episode Seven: Return of the Force Awakens, Jedi, and Mount Mordor. Special Edition. Sure. Do not steal. THX. <laughs> THX. <laughs> um, and uh, Terminator um, Genesis is another one. It's a because, to the... poor liter- because poor literacy is cool. Yep, and um, you know, these are all, all movies that kind of fell out of favor. With some bad sequels and took a kind of a long hiatus. I like there was a Terminator movie within the last five years, I think. But um, the Christian Bale one. Yeah, but you know it wasn't it wasn't very well received. Um, the, uh, telev- the television show was awesome. Though. Yeah, there was a TV series. Um, but they're they're coming back hopefully with a new um with some fresh blood and some new ideas. And um, this happened too with like Planet. <gasps> Is there of a new Apes. Rambo movie? Yes, actually, but oh, it's in pre production. I think. Oh, I did well. not know that. And um, <laughs> yeah. Planet of the Apes did it a few years ago to a, to a great success. So yeah, we're hoping we see it again. So let's talk about some of these franchises and what we're hoping like these new movies actually bring to the table. Ooh, what should we What should we start with? Um, let's start with Star Wars. Yay! Uh, uh, Star, uh, Star, Star Wars. Wars. You know that old thing. Yeah, well, it's got got bought by that company with the mouse. It, it's an obscure art house film. Um, barely had enough money to make a trilogy, and and then the director got uh, very hot headed and egotistical, and he made he made all the trilogies. He made the tr- made the, the original. Actually, no, it's um. We everybody knows what Star Wars is, and everybody knows how the prequels suck, and everybody's seen the red letter media reviews. Um, so I don't think the prequels. Completely suck. I just think parts of it suck. Um, that I should we get into why the prequel suck? Or is <laughs> well, I, like Mark, about Mark is really picky about this. I, um, I am. I am a very picky movie goer. Um, I, I do it, it. Okay, give us the give us the cliff notes. 
Good, okay, Cliff Notes. So, as Red Letter Media, Media has pointed out in the Plinket reviews, the main reason that the, the prequels suck is that the writing doesn't have a good, like, character arcs or things we care about. It's all feel very lazily done, um, with the exception of uh, maybe half the scenes in, in Episode 1. Episode 2 and Episode 3 are just entirely CGI. Everything's on a blue screen, and it's just poor filmmaking. With the original, it was all, you know, very good special effects for its day, and, you know, has sort of survived. Uh, it's still very impressive uh, on certain technical levels, despite being dated. Uh, but on top of that, also had good directing and good uh, stories before them. So now we get to this third trilogy, this new one, directed by, you know, J.J. Abrams. You may have heard of him from his so small... the first one is directed yes. by him. The first yeah. one is going to be directed by J.J. Abrams, yes. Uh, much like the original trilogy, the first one was directed by uh, George Lucas, the second one by Irvin Kirshner, and the third one by... Richard Marquand. Do you remember offhand who's directing um, episode eight and nine? I I forget. I read it. I don't remember yeah. who it is. Um, and they're also doing in between movies. Yeah, so it'll be like non canon or not non canon, but I mean, like it is side canon, stories. But side yeah. stories. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, I, which I hope they eventually do Shadows of the Empire, but yeah, that's probably, probably never. Yeah. And then there's Star Wars Rebels, which I just couldn't get into for some reason. People seem to like that though. Uh, maybe it's just me. Yeah. I mean, it's probably aimed towards the younger audience, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so prequel trilogy, I mean, for the most part, was a really big disappointment and kind of a waste of, like, the franchise, and it's, like, kind of, if it wasn't for, like, good TV shows like Clone Wars, um, yeah. would have put, like, a nail in the games. coffin for, like, the Star Wars movies, um, and, and no one really thought we would ever see another one, at least for a super long time, not until, like, a, a George Lucas pass away, not to sound morbid. <laughs> but, um, a few years back, obviously, he, uh, he sold Star Wars and Lucas Arts and, um, Industrial Light and Magic and all that stuff to, um, Disney, who also owns Marvel. Yeah. Um, and they announced a new trilogy, first ones, I don't think they announced a J.J. Abrams when they announced that, but, like, yeah, a J.J. Really Abrams, um, Directing the first one, yeah. and a few weeks ago we had a, a trailer, a very brief trailer, uh, uh, a teaser trailer that yeah. shows six different images uh, that have nothing to do with each other, more or less. Yeah. Um, still, very exciting trailer though. It's a very good um, teaser teaser trailer. Yeah. I dis- I kind of disagree, but well, we can talk about that. Um, I, I rather like the trailer, and I, there are a few. I mean, I can see why some people wouldn't like it, and there's a yeah. lot of things. I think it's Jimmy. mostly that little ball droid. It's like, why are you showing that? <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, go ahead, go ahead, Dustin. I was wondering about that too myself. Why was there a soccer ball? <laughs> My theory on this robot, it's gonna be some sort of comic relief droid that's gonna be kind of like a quirky R two D two. It's probably R2-D2. just some droid in a you know, like a shipyard and you yeah, see him for yeah. a scene, that's it. <laughs> Or maybe just maybe for the scenes that take place on the desert planet, which is most likely Tatooine. Um, but what I want to say about what I enjoyed about the trailer was what it was showing off was kind of like the tone of the movie and the what I assume is the tone of the movie, I should say, and the new uh, cinematography and styles of things. The cinematography looks excellent because J.J. Abrams knows what he's doing. I'm sure he has a good team of uh, production people, storyboard artists, et cetera, et cetera, um, doing the right thing. 
and, and you know, figuring out how to do things creatively. The, the one shot of the three X-Wings just framed up nicely is much better than most of what was done in all the prequels. Um, the prequels would have had, like, cameras spinning around. Yeah, at least, at least the later two prequels. Honestly, yeah. I think they were, they were more held back for episode one, despite yeah. it. You know, as as poorly as that movie was received, I think they actually did a very good job of making a lot of the CGI feel real. Well, I think with episode one, they were actually, um, you know, it was, was 1999. They were still kind yeah. of limited by it what was, they could do. Was, yeah. And then a few years later, like, Lucas was like, oh, we can do everything in computers now. <laughs> and uh, So we literally did everything in computers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't seen the prequels in Blu-ray, but I imagine they don't hold up that well um in, in super high definition no probably not. because the environments like cg environments especially early on um in the early 2000s just don't look that good anymore yeah yeah um they did at least with episode one they did a lot with making some of the only the the cgi only scenes kind of mimic real camera movements and physical camera stuff like rack focuses and and giving the camera weight and having it feel very grounded in reality uh, where they just completely got rid of that in the second and third prequels. Well, they, and I think J.J. Abrams has stated that they want to go back, that they're trying to go back to mostly practical effects, you know, yeah. such as puppets and models and real sets. Real sets and, and all that, yeah. And keep things grounded. Even the only, the entirely CGI shots, such as the uh, the Falcon flying around, still feels very grounded in reality. There's a lot of weight to the camera, um, adding little details like contrails and, and smoke effects and things like that add to the realism as well. Um, Star Trek Into Darkness had really good, um, like, ship effects. Yes, yes it did. It had a horrible story, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh, the movie was, was kind of average. But... That last 15 minutes can go... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of another example of a of a series that kind of fell out of favor and got revived in a, in a very different way, like, a, a, a very different tone yeah. and, and style. I mean, it had to, it had to, it had to live off the the shadow that was Enterprise. So, I mean, Star Trek had to lay low for a few years. Yeah, and it's... I, I think they... Like, the Star Trek, the first one that came out, the the, the, the first reboot, uh, I think it did a very good job of keeping on a lot of the original and, and bringing in a lot of new, despite having problems with so. The second one was just yeah. like, yeah, let's make a movie. But if we go back to Star Wars for a minute, before we, before we get off there, there's still a bunch okay. to talk about. One thing I do want to say about this trailer is that I was saying I like it because it shows off the visual tone and a lot of framing and a lot of cinematography things. Um, what it doesn't show off is writing, uh, because it's a teaser trailer, and teaser trailers rarely ever do that. Um, and this is like the next thing. If they can get the writing down, it'll be a very good movie, whether or not it'll be one of the best movies like the original Star Wars um, remains to be seen. But they've got J.J. Abrams, I believe, is credited as a writer, as well as Lawrence Castan, I believe that's his name, who was one of the screenwriters for the original trilogy. So um, it, it lives, gives me a lot of hope that this is going to have a very good story um, and not go too overboard with like special effects and action sequences and still you know, have interesting characters and settings and stuff like that. I mean, like, we that, kind of blame cool. Orsi and Kurtzman for Star Trek and... Yeah, it is and Spider-Man fault. and stuff, right? <laughs> oh, oh, did you hear that, um... I might forget which one it is, but... I think it's Orsi, but he's not directing Star Trek 3 anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is he still writing it? I think he... Maybe, like, he may still be uh, a producer or whatever. Uh-huh. But apparently his script <laughs> got rejected or something like that, and he quit. 
Well, it's about time. That's the rumor. It, it was like some time travel thing where old Kirk and Spock would be in it. No. Oh, and, no, uh, I don't no. know. It's all rumor. We don't know. At least, but... at least they weren't giant mechanical spiders. <laughs> if only. Yeah, so what we're hoping for for this new Star Wars is less prequel, more Empire Strikes Back, I imagine. <laughs> I'd even be fine with Return of the Jedi, and I, for for those out there who don't know my as the Star Wars and film guy fan, my I like Return of the Jedi a lot more than I like Revenge of the Sith. I actually put Revenge of the Sith probably at the bottom of the six movies. Um, and I actually think people. Revenge of the Sith, in the context of the prequels, is yeah. pretty good in in the context of. the of the prequels. Yeah, and a lot of people actually do share that, that they would say, probably because of the Ewoks and everything in Return of the Jedi, um, put, you know, Sith above Jedi, and I would actually disagree with that. Maybe because I was a kid when I first saw it, and I don't mind the Ewoks, I don't hate them. I also don't hate Episode 1 because I was a kid when I saw it. Um, I don't like Episode 1. Episode 1 is probably, <laughs> probably the best out of the prequels. I would actually... Which is really weird to say. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, yeah, that's but that's like saying... That's like saying... He was only, hey, I only got, only, only, I was only third last. <laughs> um, I, I watched episode two, like, not too long ago, um, and I kind of hated it. <laughs> like, I used to be kind of lukewarm on it, but now, but yeah. I watched it again, I was like, man, this is boring. The writing is <laughs> my love, horrible. My love burns like a bright burning star. <laughs> and so on and so forth. It's just like the dialogue's all wooden. Yeah, like, just... for part three, they, like, for episode three, they... I guess got a script doctor to help out with the dialogue and stuff. But um, like, yeah, like I don't like I go back and watch episode two and I'm just like, eh, and episode three, I'm like, yeah. And but when I watch episode one, I'm like, oh, it's episode one. All right, <laughs> that's kind of my thing. I'm indifferent to episode one. It's, it's pretty wizard, <laughs> wizard Annie. <laughs> I'm and a this person, is my, and my name and, is Annie. And that's why, and that's why everyone liked Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Because mm. they actually take the cool stuff about the prequel and make it interesting and have a good story around it yes so. that's i think that's really what star wars fans want is something that's well written i mean the universe is already there we love the universe it doesn't matter how much more stuff you put into it or it, that's not what's impressing us anymore when, when he goes back to going back to watching star wars as a kid i was amazed by all that i love the space stuff i want to see more space stuff i hated empire and loved jedi because of that I grow up, I, I understand film, and I understand character relations and stuff like that. Completely flips. Love Empire, hate Jedi. And that's what I want to see in this new one. Well, I don't hate Jedi, but well, that's it like, flips around. But I want to see in the new one, it's just good characters. I, I mean, that's what, like, when Lucas said, I want to make a movie that's more for kids. Like, more kid-friendly. You know, we get Ewoks. Ewoks. But yeah. Just before we go off Star Wars, uh, did anybody ever see the the, the Clone Wars movie, movie that they released? Yeah, it was kind of not good. No, it was it was kind of not good. Yeah. The show was better. Yeah, the show, which I, I need to start watching again. I'm only in season two. Yeah. The show got, like, I never liked it in, like, season one. And then I, season two, I would catch a couple episodes like, oh, wow, they actually figured out how to do this show. I mean, apparently, like, season three on, they start doing a lot of cool, cool stuff yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, we're hoping, it, it, like, not only are we getting three new Star Wars movies, like we mentioned, there's going to be at least two, I think they officially announced, uh, spinoff movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one of the directors did the uh, Godzilla 
movie this year as Ooh. well. Ooh. So we're get, so we're finally getting that long-awaited Ewok sequel. <laughs> you know, if they can make a fun movie with Ewoks, I'm all for it. <laughs> I watched I watched uh, was it Star Wars Droids back in the day, the, the cartoon, one of the cartoons they had. I didn't mind that. <laughs> yeah, um, they haven't that... announced any like what those spin-off movies are yet. We'll see. Yeah, maybe um, maybe it'll be about uh, Gungans. The Gungas? Listen, I'm on board. Okay? <laughs> That's it. I will not do my Jar Jar impression because it'll probably sound horrible. Um, you do your Boss Nass impression? <laughs> boss Nass. Uh, it the guys bomb back. There were some cool, like one of the um, Clone Wars episodes, season. I think it was season two. Was kind of a cool Gungan episode, you know? <laughs> like they can do good stuff with them. Well, there's a sentence you never thought you'd say. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the thing, is that the Gungans and Jar Jar weren't what was wrong with Star Wars. Yeah. The uh, writing people, was what was wrong with Star people Wars. People point to Jar Jar ruining Episode 1 and all that stuff, but there was other stuff. Um, he, was was, just, he was just the most visible. Yeah, and, and kind of short. He was a scapegoat. And, like, sh- sh- like sh- short-sighted about, like, in its creation, about its purpose and all that, whatever. Uh, also, Jar Jar was personally responsible for the for the Clone Wars. This is true. See, that kind of redeemed him in my eyes when they actually made him do something horrible. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, moving on to a trailer that actually premiered before Star Wars, um, a Jurassic World. I've not seen this trailer. Oh, you haven't? No. Well, maybe we should pause it, and um, you can watch it. Okay, we just watched Jurassic World and Terminator Genesis, and Dustin insists we talk about uh, Terminator first, because he has things to say. Wait, what the hell is this? <laughs> is it a remake? A reboot? Is it a sequel? Are they already taking the already batshit insane timeline that Terminator has and just turning it into a freaking Klein bottle? Is it collapsed <laughs> I... in on itself? <laughs> I what think is what this? they're doing. Does the bus run through here? I think they are Star Trekking uh, the timeline where it's saying, hey, time travel changes things. So mm-hmm. the same thing was in the future, in the past, but now it's a different present. Yeah. Right? So, so we have like Terminator 1 and 2. Everyone knows about it. They stop Judgment Day. Yeah. Um, Terminator 3, which I think is, you know, pretty good. Uh... A lot of people don't like it, but I think it's all right. Um, right. they, they say a judgment day is delayed and they send, you know, like a new Terminator back like they always do. And the world ends up being destroyed. Terminator Salvation is in the, you know, the war-torn future, but there's like human Terminators or something. And that one guy who's an avatar is a human Terminator and they fight CG Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) And, um, at that point the rights were like lost by the production oh, company. And, oh, and then there, and then there's a uh, Terminator Sarah Connor, uh, Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah, doesn't that take like Terminator Two continuity like yeah. after that, and then just kind of ignores everything else? Yeah, it, it's get okay. There's Terminator Two, and then they time skip to the time frame that Terminator Three would have happened. So there's actually a time skip at the very beginning of the series, hmm. and it goes off from there, and it's awesome. It's great. <laughs> that show was awesome. Lasted prob- one, one season, two se- right? Two, two seasons? seasons? Okay. The only reason it lasted two... The only reason it did not continue after the second season is because the Affirmations rights went into 
just went. The rights went. Yeah, I, I guess like uh, <laughs> intellectual pro- property is a uh, tricky business. I guess salvation kind of happened around that time, and then yeah, the rights went away for a lo- pretty long time, almost six years, I think. Yeah, they they were kind of batted back and forth between various companies. Yeah, yeah. So according to the trailer, like. I don't know what continuity they're taking and salvation and all that. But the important part is it's pretty much like the prequel to the first movie where John Connor is sending back Kyle Reese. But then he gets back in time and finds out there's old Arnold Schwarzenegger already protecting Sarah Connor. And there's a T-1000 in it. Basically, it's it's like somewhere in the timeline got screwed and now... Terminator and Terminator 2 happen at the exact same time. Terminator, there is a Terminator... Oh, God, my head hurts. I actually... Like, it's a reboot without being a reboot. Yeah, it's Star um, Trek. It's Star Yeah, Trek. and it's their excuse just to do all the uh, Terminator re-things again. If I, if I can just say, we should note that ter- the original Terminator timeline, or 1 and 2, I guess 3 as well... Uh, is essentially a bootstrap paradox anyway. For those of you who don't know, a bootstrap paradox is when um, the events of something are put in motion by someone in the future going back and starting those motion, those events in the first place. In this case, Schwarzenegger, or the T-1000 going back in time to Terminator 1... Well, it's like uh, the T-800 destro- or, or, or 700 or something like that. The, yeah. the Schwarzenegger bot goes back in time... Uh, gets crushed, but his the remains of his computer chips are still there, taken by the company in Terminator 2, and is turned into, you know, more Terminator stuff, and things happen. So, Grant, so the whole Star- Terminator franchise is already done in, in a time travel loop anyway, so does it really matter if they mess with the timeline? It just, I'm just, just it just hurts. It hurts. I mean, it, it's just gonna play off nostalgia. Of that first movie, yeah. and it just be a, an action movie with um, a Terminator motifs in it. Is, is yeah, what it's gonna be. that's what it looks like. It, and I just it, hope it doesn't suck. That's my it, only hope. The it's, trailer didn't even look that exciting, in all honesty, to me at least. But it just, I, oh god, I hate time travel. <laughs> Don't watch Primer. <laughs> I did. Why do you think I hate time travel? <laughs> I mean, this may be an obvious question, but. Do you think they should have made this movie? No. They were going to no, but Terminator it Genesis. Going to get, it was going to get made anyway, so I mean, otherwise no known as Terminator Mega Drive in other parts of the world. I mean, like I was excited for um for uh Salvation kind of start something new with the series. Salvation, um, at least, I never saw Salvation, but at least looked interesting. It it's looked, um, looked it's, different than it's not really that yeah. great. Um. But it kind of had some interesting premises that I could have built off of. It wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, if it kept on going, I I could see how they could make it loop back to the original uh, Terminator. Like, there were rumors that um, the sequel of that was going to have, like, the prototype T-1000. So it was going to have old um, Robert Patrick in it and all that. Being, like, the creator of the T-1000. Oh, that would have been interesting. Or something like that. I think that what they could have done with going off Sarah Connor Chronicles was... So much more interesting. Yeah, actually, you don't really know anything about that series. Oh, wasn't um, yeah. wasn't um that lady from Firefly, like uh, Summer Glau? Yes. Yeah, she was um, she was the, the Terminator. Yeah. She was a. Uh, 
T100. Oh, actually, I, she was like a, she was like a model up from the T100. T100. That's really T old. T100 A. <laughs> something like I can't remember what model she. It don't matter. But she was like she was a you know uh, you know. We'll make a Terminator that looks, that looks like a teenage was, girl. You know she was a. You know organic, outside, and a skeleton inside that sort of thing. Well, that's what Terminator yeah. is. Unless it's liquid metal. Yeah. Um, or some. Did it like, end on a cliffhanger? Yes, a uh, very good one, and which is why I, and that would have been a good place to go from. A very good place, but no. The, the rights had to go play hopscotch. Is that the only reason it got canceled? I think you said that. Well, that and it was on Fox. Oh. Uh, uh, Fox yeah. bringing you such shows as Firefly and Futurama and Family and Guy. And Dollhouse. And Dollhouse. And all those other shows that were canceled before their time. Well, Dollhouse, they they were going to cancel it in the first season, but they kind of but they kind of learned their lesson and at least gave it a second season. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, let's um before so we we talked about the the older stuff. Is there anything in the trailer that looks interesting or exciting? It just kind of looks like a mishmash of your standard action like, movie yeah, like I mean, Joseph like said took, action movie with with Terminator tropes come with me like if you they, want to live etc it's like they took the first three Terminator movies put them in a blender and went hey here's hey new Terminator movie it's a yeah which um to be honest we haven't seen like uh, Salvation was all in the future and stuff so there wasn't a lot of like what we think of as uh, a Terminator stuff so, um, this, so this might so be good. who knows it's like I'll reserve judgment until I see it, but uh, the trailer just doesn't look interesting or exciting at all. At least, at least to me. Well, I mean, again, to I you, a, yeah, I mean, you I don't am, find I anything exciting. I am picky, but it's just like, oh, well, that happened. That's a trailer. Yeah. It just mainly, it just kind of pissed me off. <laughs> so. oh, oh, also, Matt Smith is in it. Just let you know. Oh, oh, I want to see. It. I want to see it. I want to see yeah. it. I don't know what check his it, role check is. Ticket bought. Matt, but Matt um, Smith there's pictures of. That's yep. really Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> there's um, <laughs> there's just some like uh, magazine covers or whatever, and it's so weird seeing Matt Smith with like a futuristic machine gun. <laughs> I was like, man, the Doctor turned dark. <laughs> Where's uh, John Hurt when you need him? <laughs> yeah. uh, I wonder he if he. Wait, I just saw a movie with John Hurt in it. What was it? Uh, I wonder if what was it? Um, Snowpiercer. Was it Hercules? Oh, he's like in that? that. He was in Hercules. But um, I wonder if Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger was in Hercules in New York. I wonder if uh, Matt Smith is going to have an American accent. Yes, that'd be weird. Yes, uh, it would. All <laughs> right, so everyone's pissed off about Terminator Genesis. <laughs> Genesis, because Genesis. as I said earlier, poor literacy is cool. Yeah, I wonder what that means. I wonder if there's like a meaning behind that. It's like system. Sist yeah, obviously, yeah. System. Yeah. I wonder if Skynet's in it. Do you think Skynet's in it? It's probably it's probably CloudNet now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, does it take place in the in the early in the seventies or? I don't know. I, I can't really tell because if it's you know Sarah Con well, I guess maybe the early eighties, but um. I don't. I don't even know. We'll find out. Yeah, she doesn't have big enough hair for to be yeah. the eighties. <laughs> they don't want to get that eighties, but. 
But yeah, Terminator that's... 2, one of my favorite movies. Great movie. Terminator 3 sucks. Terminator 2, Terminator 2 is a classic. It's great. It's great. Um, but my all-time favorite movie is Jurassic Park. Yay! And so I was pretty excited for this Jurassic World trailer. I liked it a lot. I'm indifferent. Yeah, same here. I think it's just because it's like, it seems like, okay, you got the Jurassic Park movie, but you've got these standard science, idiot scientists make nature's most perfect killing machine for and make it for, smarter. For some reason. For some reason. So, yeah, let's take a the most dangerous predator the world has ever known and make him, make him smart yeah. as a velociraptor and be able to camouflage and climb walls and for science, guys. Yeah, because for science. Si- because science! Science? Um, the director of this movie, who directed um, uh, Safety Not Guaranteed, so put those two together, um, which, is a, which is a pretty cool movie. Oh yeah, but, um, definitely check that. He, w- he was saying that he felt that audiences were just bored of a dinosaurs. Like, if it was just a uh, dinosaur movie, it, it just would have been um, retreading old ground, so that's why he um, did the kind of mutant dinosaur Yeah, but the thing. mutant dinosaur thing is... Stupid. It's yeah. it's just as tiresome as dinosaurs. Yeah. The thing with the thing with okay, my opinion in what happened with Jurassic Park two and even more Jurassic Park three was the same thing that happened with Jaws, which is that the filmmakers lost track of what people liked about the movies and it turned into just being monsters killing people. That's not what made it interesting. That just would fill seats for one showing. Um Jurassic Park was a good movie. It, the dinosaurs were cool to see. It was a groundbreaking special effects back back in the time, but ultimately it was a tense movie. A lot of tension. A lot is frightening at some points, and and you cared. Number two was just like, oh, she did gymnastics to kill the Velociraptor. Well, just like Jar Jar, that's the thing people point to. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is stupid, but yeah. who cares? Um, number three was just kind of like, hey. Dinosaurs kill people. Well, the Lost World and Dress Park Three were kind of leftover action scenes from the book. Yeah, this is true. Um, uh, what about? Oh, should we talk about Jurassic Park Four? This is Jurassic Park Four. You mean the original ideas and stuff about about uh, dinosaurs with machine guns on them? The military, <laughs> which apparently was a Steven Spielberg idea. Because uh, everybody uh, has a stupid idea every now and then. Maybe well, Spielberg um, just wanted to sabotage all sequels so his movies look the best. Well, well since we're talking about... Wasn't there supposed to be not be any more Jurassic Park sequels when Michael Crichton passed away? Well, that was, that was a long time ago. I, like, I think they kind yeah, of stalled yeah, he, the... he came back to life. Well, I, I'm oh. just saying, I think the that was the immediate plan, but that was like six years ago yeah. or whatever, so, you know. Dinosaurs um, make money. I... I I think machine gun touting raptors would have dishonored his memory. Yeah. But, um, but not, yeah, like, uh, The Lost World, um, you know, gets a lot of flack and kind of for, for good reasons, but, you know, it's not horrible. Yeah. Um, and but Jurassic but... Park 3 is kind of a 90 minute <laughs> waste of time with some okay action scenes. Yeah. So. Yeah. But in this movie, at least, it looks like it's. It, it looks like it could be there. It's really just the whole idea of making the stupid scientists. Well, I mean, like, does does that matter it's, in the it, end? To me, I think it might irk me enough to be, be like, so this is oh, this movie is only happening because scientists are stupid. 
Oh, well, maybe uh, so at least with the original movie. Hold on. So maybe the writing. dinosaur has a cure for Alzheimer's. <laughs> you, know, you don't know. At least with the original movie, the idea was that the scientists tried to contain something and they took precautions, but nature was still unpredictable and the chaos theory and everything could not be contained. That was the theme. This one looks like, hey, monsters. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what did you expect? <laughs> hey. And I agreed, just to... Just, uh... Just to be honest, it's like, yeah, why did he make this terrifying dinosaur? <laughs> like, obviously, like obviously, it's gonna break out and kill everybody. Yeah. If yeah. I wanted to watch, if I wanted to watch a monster movie, I'd watch a Godzilla film. Oh wait. There you go. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to this movie. I think their hearts gonna be in the right place. Yeah, it doesn't look horrible. Other than, and, uh, Chris other than the trope, con- yeah, Chris Pratt's a good actor. It the visuals look, look interesting. It doesn't look Jurassic Park three bad. No, it by doesn't. any stretch. They're they're keeping with the. If anybody's ever listened to me talk about Jurassic Park before, I the, I've broken down the visuals, and they're keeping with the same visual motifs throughout the th- from from the first movie. It looks like so. So it's not going to feel different. Um, it's just uh, I I just don't know. <laughs> I, there's yeah. Alright, well... We'll see about actually, that, I guess. I, I think out of all of them, I, I like the Jurassic World one the most. Really? Yeah. Um, Just because it, it kind of gives more about what it's about. Oh, you mean out of the trailers, you mean? Yeah, the trailers. Okay, yeah. Um, I, and obviously people are kind of freaking out about, like, Star Wars, but we've we've been seeing Star Wars stuff since Episode 3, you know? It's not exciting to see, oh my god, the Millennium Falcon, because Star Wars <laughs> has been... In our face all this time, tell, you know. Tell that to Rich Evans. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. It's, Jurassic Park. It has been away for a while, and the series, well, well, Jurassic Park three was dumb, and Jurassic Park two was arguably stupid. Um, despite having Spielberg cinematography, it has been a while since we've had a pure Jurassic Park, or even just like a pure dinosaur movie. I can't even think of any decent ones that weren't probably. Uh, King Kong has some good King Kong. Okay, stuff. King Kong has some dinosaurs. Um, but that was still like what 2006. I was back when 2004, HD, I, was, I think. Uh, oh, back, uh, not four. Yeah, it was 2008, I think. That's back when HD DVD was a thing. <laughs> yeah, it was the reason to own an HD that, DVD player. That is the only HD DVD my movie my brother owns. <laughs> I think I heard that the mutated dinosaur is called a Diablos Rex. Oh, so, uh, good God! Like a D Rex. Uh, you know, if you like call it that, something is definitely gonna go wrong. You know what? <laughs> I, I'm gonna go. I liked, even though it pissed me off. I liked the Terminator trailer better because it really? provoked a reaction out of me, which is what a th- trailer should be. This one, yeah. okay. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I don't mean, I, but, I mean. I, f- I feel the trailer should get you interested in it, even if you even if it pisses you off. It's be like, why would they do this? And so we're gonna, gonna watch s- Terminator just to see how it sucks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> I want it to be batshit insane. As I I seem to be throwing that phrase around a lot, but that's the only way I can describe this. And that's the, and I, that's what I hope and dream it for it to be, because that would make it extremely watchable. In my opinion. You know what it is with, at least with the, although we don't know much about the characters in Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, other than Chris Pratt, it looks like it's going to focus on the two kids that uh, 
go out in the big ball thing and I assume they get, you know, they get attacked and have to survive and make their way back and Chris Pratt's looking for it. That's what the trailer looks like. That's the kid from um, Iron Man 3 and he was a good actor in that. Oh, okay. Well, okay, that's good. It's going to be good child actors. But uh, from a character standpoint, it looks like it's going to have that survivability aspect. And uh, if that's the case, that's still going to be interesting. In Jurassic Park 3, I didn't really care about the characters other than Sam Neill. And really with Sam Neill, it was just... Because I liked him in the one. other ones. And then yeah. maybe the kid in that one, although he's like, oh, he survived on his own all this time because he's a genius or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Didn't care beyond that. Well, he, um, it's like he read both of Malcolm's and Grant's books. Yeah, there you and go. he liked Grant's the best. <laughs> okay, they gave him a reason. Okay, that movie cool. had really bad computer animation. It did. <laughs> but, yeah. but, um, with this one, it does look like it's not just going to be dinosaurs killing people despite having, you know, the stupid antagonist dinosaur. Um, if you, actually, let me get into this for a second. In the first movie, the anti, the villain, not anti, the villain dinosaurs were really the velociraptors. The T-Rex was essentially the hero. He was the star of the movie. Uh, although he tried he, to eat the kids in the beginning, he saves the day at the end. She, excuse me, she, they're all she. Um, she saves she, the day at the end. And she ate the lawyer. And she ate the lawyer. <laughs> um, with the second one, she's just an she's a mother, innocent bystander, kidnapped, and just eats yeah. people in Los Angeles or wherever wherever the ship lands. Um, but again, it's mostly like the other dinosaurs are actually. I mean, they are they are animals. Yeah, you know they're they're a force of nature, and that's yes. like yeah. in the first movie, like the T Rex was just you know he's been caged up, he's free, he's she, gonna he's gonna yeah. check out these. Cars because they look tasty. They look you know? yummy. Ooh, tires. Ooh. The Velociraptors were, were actively hunting everybody. Yes. yes. The the second one again. Yeah, like I said, it's just more animals, and really, there's more of a human element there for the villains. The third one is just a big bad. If to use the the tropes, it's yeah, just like the third one was, was just trying to escape and get away from. Yeah, it was just random action scenes with no real connective tissue between yeah. them. It's it's just like turn a corner. Oh, there's a dinosaur. Let's yeah, run away gotcha. from it. Yeah. And they eat they eat a bag of chips from a vending machine that's probably seventy year, seventeen years old or something <laughs> like that. Um, and then it just ends. And, yes. and we're all thankful for that because it needed yeah. it, you know. Yeah. The best um, part of that movie was the end. <laughs> was that only ninety minutes? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like a ninety minute movie. Um, but, is there is there any other franchises you can think of that's being revived? I mean, there have been a couple of, you've mentioned uh, before we were talking, a couple of the, the reboots like uh, Dread and um, I forget what the other one was. Robocop. Robocop and just, you know, taking Dread. old movies. Dread was freaking awesome. I didn't I see it. it. I heard it was very, 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 very good. It is. It is. It's everything a Dread movie should be. It good. is everything. <laughs> we. It's everything. No Rob Schneider. No, Rob Schneider. <laughs> Mark Urban was, Urbane, however you print, was perfect. Dr. McCoy. Absolutely perfect is Dread. I am in law. There's none of that. None of that. No, no. It, yeah, it looked it looked very interesting. Um, I Robo- would highly recommend Robo- actually, Com- actually, let me bring a point between these two. Is that the original Dread was this cheesy action movie. And got remade into this really good action movie. Whereas Robocop was this cheesy but really good action movie. 
They got that remade. Into, was, they got remade into just an action movie. Um, with good points, but overall kind of mediocre. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, just, I, I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I actually like the new RoboCop. It's not bad, but it's got some issues. And but it it, it does kind of improve some things from the original, but it loses that core. The, it lost its way. There was the original had a human element to it. Yeah. Even though it was kind of like it, it didn't feel like the main focus. It, it felt you know a tiny bit tacked on, but it still worked because the movie is is um, specifically a campy movie. It's enough yeah. to push the movie along, and you still care enough about the character to to. I mean, just, it was a subtle. It yeah. was a, it was a. I wouldn't call it a subtle satire, but it's the kind of humor that if you didn't, if it's, you didn't, that you could miss it easily. It's a bit of a dark comedy in that sense. Yes. Yeah. It's satirizing kind of, which, um, is, which is actually kind of this guy's forte is doing yeah. action satires. Yeah, I mean, this was it was an action satire as well as satiring, um, like corporate America and stuff like that yeah. as well. And it did it well. Did that movie it, need to be remade? No. <laughs> does it? But does it? But does the remake negatively affect the first movie? Uh, no, it, no, it doesn't. Uh, some people would say whenever it does that, it does. But yeah. I would, it, I would, it doesn't. What? So, how about this for a discussion? What is the line of like what movies should be remade after time, or or have a have a have an unnecessary sequel years later? Because not all of them are bad. Not all reboots are bad. Some are great. Uh, yeah. Some are just movies, and some are just horrible and ruin things. Well, like when um, Rocky Balboa came out a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Rocky Five was horrible, <laughs> but uh, you know, people. Like, Rocky Four was kind of dumb fun, but, you know, pretty stupid. Um, so when that came back, it took it back to... It was like a Rocky retrospective, where he was looking back on his life. And it, it was mostly a sequel to, like, the first two movies, really. It, it seemed like more of a, a character... I didn't see it. It seemed like more of a character study and a yeah. character movie, which is fine. Because even though it, it comes back years later, it's exploring the character years later. Yeah. And that's a good way to do that. And I I I, I liked uh, Rambo the remake or sequel whatever you want to call that. It was a, yeah, um, Rambo I haven't seen in a, in a while, but it was just basically this action movie, like ultra violent action movie with a aging Rambo, and um, it's which which is what it which is what it needed to be. Yeah. It didn't need to be anything more. Uh, 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 um, apparently they're making a Rambo five called uh, John Rambo Last Blood. <laughs> So, does he uh, die at the end? I don't know. I would at this point. I would hope so. Is this the state we've come to, where we're we're making a sequel to a twenty-year-old movie that is ending the movie? And uh, you guys discuss. I will be right back in two minutes. Okay. Um, um, well, like obviously, we we had Star Trek. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, uh, there's a couple of it. That's. I was actually talking about this before we were, we started recording. Was uh, a couple of anime have actually been doing these reboots of of their old shows? Or uh, isn't that isn't that more common though? In, it's a in little that? bit. Eh, depends. Um, I know that. Uh, well, Dragon Ball Kai is not really a reboot. It's more of a remaster. It's uh, they you know, it's. I mean, it's the same show, but they're cutting out all the fluff. So there's basically like half the episodes that there were. And I would highly recommend it. 
It's currently airing on Toonami, if you want to watch that. Hint, hint. Um, there's Sailor Moon Crystal, which is, which is not, which is kind of like a, condense, uh, a Brit, it's like they were bridging their own series, but they're taking it seriously. I'm back. I, we were just talking about Sailor Moon Crystal. <laughs> I, I, I basically called it an abridgment, but taken seriously. It's... <sighs> If you want to get into this thing, another another semi recent, um, uh, I guess remake would would have been the the uh, what was it? Full Metal Alchemist anime, uh, well, which kind of explored it explored the the the, the thing more closely to the the manga, I believe. Uh, yes, uh, Full Metal Alchemist was being the original series was being made when the while the manga was still being written, and the author specifically told them. To go off on their own tangent for the end, for the second half of the series, which I was actually really happy with because I didn't like the beginning of the series and that that last third of it, I was like, "This is really good." So, and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is going back and doing the doing an actual adaptation of the manga uh, okay, with yeah. the first couple of episodes, you know, covering be covering what was in common between the two series, and then after that moving on to what the manga was and I, and it actually the funny thing was the manga and the show ended on the exact same day they they released the hmm. last chapter and the last episode on the same day that's poignant i like that <laughs> and i would hi- if you've not seen brotherhood i would highly recommend it the dub is great the, the it is I'll, the dub's great. Other things, it's great. <laughs> no, seriously, the art style's great. Music's great. The story's great. I suck at explaining things, but seriously, go watch. Uh, if you haven't watched, uh, if you haven't watched Brotherhood, go. I, I guess my point is, was that I, this this sort of thing happens in different types of medium as well, just not just movies. But I was thinking when yeah. I was when I was in the bathroom because that's what I was doing. Everybody. Um, Another movie that fits this kind of thing was the recent Godzilla movie because it's it's not really a reboot or anything or its own set. It, it it's just this movie with this original the same character that's been around for a while done in a new kind of way, but not in a way that kind of like I guess destroys older movies or I mean, I mean it's, it's not a reboot or remake. It's yeah, just a it's, Americanized a Godzilla movie. Yeah, and like we had the nineteen ninety eight one. Which was we don't talk about that. I'm gonna uh, make a controversial statement. Godzilla '98 is a better movie than this new Godzilla. Send all your hate mail to Joseph at legendaryfrog. At the very I least, I had a better time watch. I have a better time watching it. I had a better time watching the riff tracks of that when they did that live a couple months ago. I, but, I yeah, I like I like Godzilla. I, I like well, the I like the new Godzilla. The new like new the, one. The I liked a lot of it, to be completely honest. I, I just yeah. I just thought it kind of failed in a few was, areas. I just wish there was more Godzilla in the God, new Godzilla. <laughs> well, I, see, like that—that's the thing. It's like you're saying that um, it would have made a better movie, but you just love Godzilla so much, or you just like I want because it's not a big deal. No, I want I wanted the new I wanted the new Godzilla to succeed because if it did, there would be more Godzilla movies, which means. Even if there wasn't much in this one, there will be more Godzilla in the next one. I, I'm gonna write today that uh, Toha was making a new Godzilla movie. Ooh. So, 
I actually, um, I actually, if I want, I was something about the the new Godzilla movie. I did like. They were like you said, there were problems with it. It wasn't a perfect movie, but I had a lot of fun watching it. I think they did a lot of the visuals great, um, and the the idea of it putting it from rather than from Godzilla's point of view, it was really from the the uh, the people's point of view. Yeah, I liked how almost every shot was done from the perspective of. Like, someone on the ground. Yeah, yeah. Or just, like, happenstance. And that's honestly why there's not a big middle Godzilla fight. It's because um, it's from the perspective of other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that was a great way to do it, especially since the theme of the movie was about nature versus how it's this unstoppable force sometimes. I know I said that, like, I like the old movie better, but I think this movie did a great job with that aspect of it. It did, it really did. How just, like, you're following these human characters... And just you're always seeing, like, especially in the last part of the movie, these, like, all the uh, the mutos and stuff uh, fighting in the background. And you just happen to see cool shots of them while Mr. Boring, our army character, is, you know, <laughs> running down the street. Yeah, yeah. Can, can I do say that I love the Halo jump sequence and the use of the music from Space Odyssey? Yeah. It was that amazing. Was... Can we think of any other remakes or, re- like, well, other um, media? I mean, this has been going on since, like, this... Uh, the uh, second movie just got released this year, but um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes um, mm-hmm. I need came to watch... back, came back from like a, a pretty bad 2001 remake. Thank and you. Kind of yeah, bad thanks. sequels. Thank you, Tim Burton, for that. And, like, <laughs> and, and some like bad sequels in the in the in the seventies, and brought us a really thought provoking update to the kind of mythos. It's all about the writing and the characters, and something that yeah. people like the the ninety uh, the Tim Burton one was just boring. It was, or it was just like it was trying to be a bit of an action movie when it really just should have been a drama, which is what the original one was—a drama, a sci-fi drama. To be completely honest, um, like Rise of the Planet of the Apes and uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes aren't really Planet of the Apes movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think them using that as a um, as a jumping board allowed like a, a more interesting movie to be made. That's a yeah. good way. Yeah. And that's a good way to remake the movie. It's like you, you start you're starting new, but with the same characters. And I think people wouldn't mind it so much if they did that. And it was just it wasn't like a cash grab. It was like how can we make a good movie? with this non-original concept. And there have been plenty of remakes. Yeah, because it's not, a, it's not a prequel or anything. Yeah. I mean, it takes place time-wise, like it's the rise of the apes, but it, you know, contradicts everything in the old movies. Yeah, so they, it's they, just they, do their own, they do their own thing. Yeah. They, they have, it's a successful reboot. Yep. Um, another failed reboot was um, Conan, came out a few years ago. I never, and, um, never saw it. Never wanted to see. Yeah, it's not not very yeah, good. Um, but apparently, they're making us a, a sequel with Arnold Schwarzenegger, like a sequel to the old movies. So we'll see. Oh, oh okay. That's gonna be interesting. A seventy-year-old yeah. Conan. Great, wonderful. Woo. Well, I mean, that kind of fits fits that character. Because, <laughs> Actually, you know. no. That that that. No, that makes perfect sense. Oh, okay. All right. If that's if that's the case, then I'll go, I'll go for it. <laughs> yeah, I... Um. Oh, what was the other one I was just thinking about? Ever since Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, was acting again, he's just in all these movies. We've you know, we've probably talked about this many times. The new Amazing Spider-Man movies are reboots because of contractual obligations. I believe they're required yeah. to work on the movie or release a movie uh, every year. Otherwise, they lose the rights. Um, yeah. 
So they kind of finished off the Sam Raimi ones, and they had to right away reboot it into a new one. Well, when a when when a Spider-Man four like failed to get in production, yeah, um, they had to you know quickly do a reboot. Yeah, and um, and I like I kind of liked the first one, but the second one, the literally the more I think about the second one, the more I don't like it. Yeah, I did not like the. First one at all. I thought it was a boring teenager movie with teenager stuff. And well, it's kind of the best part about both of the movies. Oh, like to be honest, is uh, the teenager stuff. It, I mean, it's it's that they work teenagery into the other things. Like I, I, some of the character stuff, I didn't mind. Like the one scene with the dinner with uh, with um, talking to the the police officer, uh, saying that and him realizing that he's doing things like a vigilante and not actually helping out. He's doing it for selfish reasons. That was interesting. I thought the parts where the um, the uh, the rest of the people in the town, like all the construction workers, were like, "Let's help him out. We want to help him out." And I would have liked to see more of like what the audience thought of not the audience, the the, the people of New York City thought of Spider Man and do that element. But instead, it was like, "Hey, teenager, and he's gonna train by skateboarding." Yeah, you can't see me, but I'm doing that that arm thingy where I. Where I mean, I, the best I parts just... about Spider Man Two was. Spider-Man being Spider-Man. Um, it's just the rest of it. Was not. Um, yeah, the rest of it wasn't very good. Like, I like the Gwen Stacy stuff alright, but, um, like, the, the villain and all that were just horrible. Yeah, I'm just... I, I don't, I'm worried about Spider-Man. I kind of wish that Marvel would be able to get it back. And, um... But Sony's we don't, not... We don't Sony. really know what... What the future of that franchise is. Like, I think they pushed back Spider-Man 3 to, like, 2018 or something. Oh, and... Oh, and we're getting a Fantastic Four reboot. That's right. Yeah. Which, we need to mention that. I mean, made for the same reasons why they were remaking Spider-Man is because they have to make something. Yeah, I'm pretty much at this point where if it's a Marvel Universe movie and it's not made by Marvel Studios, it's going to suck. And, and the new uh, X-Men's uh, have been uh, good. Uh, uh, yeah, I about to say, don't... It's going to relatively suck. Let's say that. Um, the new Fantastic Four, uh, a Doctor Doom. Um, Doom is just a a, a hacker handle. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's he's like he's like some teenager or something. Oh, I, oh, I, oh actually, well, that's kind of more in line with the. <laughs> So Dustin's like, oh, well, actually, the, the Ultimate Universe. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, 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 I'm this is not a good thing. <laughs> but, for, the but, uh, part, for the most part, for the most, there are good parts to the Ultimate Marvel Universe. Most of it is not. <laughs> aren't they? Has, um, most of it aren't has, they kind of rebooting the Ultimate Universe into mainstream continuity somehow? I thought I read that. Like, uh, like Secret Wars or something like that is going to be doing that. I can't remember. I know. Yeah. Uh, about my only favorite. My favorite, my only favorite part about uh, the Ultimate Mar- Marvel Universe is probably Miles Morales, the Ultimate Spider-Man, the second Ultimate Spider-Man. Because yeah, what if what the Amazing Spider-Man had that character? Like then it would have been kind of better. You know? Instead, instead, of, instead we got Superior Spider-Man. Which, if you don't know anything about that particular storyline, spoilers. It's it's Doc Ock. It's and Peter Parker's body. Didn't people like that though? What they didn't people like that. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately Spider-Man. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, but Mark's right. If it's not Marvel Studios, then um, it doesn't I'm, have a good track record. Let's 
ones. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, if you're if it's not if it's not Marvel Studios, you're rolling the die. Marvel I mean, like Marvel Studios, just announced Studios, like ten movies, and I'm yeah. like, yes, I'm on board for every <laughs> single one of them. Marvel Studios has a bit of a formula, but it's not stale yeah. and it's not boring, and it works. And it, it's they're not the greatest movies. I haven't seen um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I really want to. Comes um, out Blu-ray tomorrow. Oh, good. Marvel's of the, Guardians um, of the Galaxy is freaking awesome. Yeah, that's the thing is that I've seen the first two Iron Man movies and uh, the Avengers. And I liked all of them. I didn't think they were fantastic movies, but they were fun as hell. And I had not much complaint about. I was just like, I don't want to complain about these. I'm enjoying them. <laughs> Watch uh, Winter Soldier and um, Guardians yes, of the Galaxy. You keep and, telling me those and, ones. <laughs> and, and Iron Man three. Iron yeah. Man three. I mean, they're they're all pretty good movies. Um, yeah. Keeping it kind of on on topic. Um, what do you, like? Do you think Marvel, the Marvel universe, is going to reboot itself at any point? It not doesn't need to, to right uh, now. No, it's it's going good right now. If there's but, going, uh, if, if they, but, but eventually Robert Downey Jr. is not going to be Iron Man anymore. Do you think they're just going to recast him, or are they going to kind of reboot everything they, and just they recast Edward Norton? That's yeah. a little different though. Uh, yeah, because Hulk. I hate to say this, Hulk does not work in movie form. Hulk works best as a movie as a mini series, a tel- or a television series, mm-hmm. something long form. Because despite despite what you would think, Hulk works best with build up. You know what you know what Hulk's secret is? What? He's always angry. He's always angry. I don't but know yeah. what that means, but it's apparently what makes him control himself at some points but not others. This uh, doesn't look like a party. <laughs> but yeah, seriously. But yeah, I do like Mark Ruffalo. He's he's yeah. good at Hulk. But again, Mark um, Buffalo wins. Can we he was, he was in, he was in, uh, he was in Now You See Me. What's that? There's Buffalo Wings for me? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so I think, start wrapping things up. Um, well, actually, you know, we're looking forward to all those movies, some actually, more than others. you don't mind, I want to talk about, like, one other, one other oh. topic before we wrap up. Is, yeah. Um, are there any, any movies, franchises out there that you would like to see rebooted or remade or a new sequel to? Movie franchises or media franchises? Um, let let's let's say let's say movie franchises because that's the gist of what we're doing. They are making Bill and Ted three. I'm just gonna like, oh, oh, okay. And they made Dumb and Dumber two. Oh, why did I have to remember that? <laughs> was it how bad was that? I didn't see it, but I didn't. Ah, oh. I don't know. I actually don't know if it's better. What would you think if they made a like a reboot of Back to the Future? <laughs> it doesn't need to exist like I, you know what the what would happen if they did that they'd be like t- doc brown is still in the time machine but from another it's a different time like in between where he was in at the end of one and the beginning of two i, I think like back in the future especially yeah. the first one is so timeless because it takes place in the 50s yeah that it doesn't need to be remade it, like they're there's the nothing really uh, dated about it except for some, you know, some you know, like, uh, you 80 know references. And we have hoverboards, so. You know what movie I want to be remade and is actually kind of in development hell for being remade? What? Howard the Duck? No. No. <laughs> actually, yes. But I don't know if they're, that's in development or not. But no. Seriously? Highlander. Um. I've never I seen Highlander, see... but I've seen enough about it. That... I mean, that fell off pretty much after the first movie, right? Yeah, the... okay. I've seen all the Highlander movies. God help me. <laughs> even even Highlander the Source? Yes. 
no, you don't want to see them. <laughs> you don't. But I do. No. Not, they, no. No. Just no. Huh. Just how long, no. How long do you think, it just made me think, is like, how long do you think it'll be before we have another Matrix movie or a movie that takes place within the Matrix universe? Um, uh, I think I think those creators have a lot of control over it, so unless they want to, I don't think we're going to see one. But yeah, uh, no. But yeah, there was a rumor a couple of years ago. It was completely false, I think, that they were making a Matrix sequel. Yeah. But um, you know that got discred- discredited pretty quickly. Yeah. I'm just there's a couple of things that could go. Uh, we're thinking about the Matrix though. Oh, is I... it's it's very. It's very 1999 in its style. It like, was, if they made, like, a Matrix today with people in trench coats, it might be kind of fun for nostalgia purposes. Yeah. But it's like, this doesn't exist. Well, they, it never really that, existed. It's sort of kind of, they kind of invented, they didn't invent that style, but they popularized it. So when you say it's, yeah. it was very 1999 It was because of the Matrix. It was because of the Matrix. Yeah. Same with, like, Bullet Time. All that stuff has been done to death now in tropes and... and I mean, even by the time the, the sequel came around, yeah. it was like, why are you still wearing this stuff, Neo? <laughs> Yeah. What else would? I can't really think. That's the thing about reboots and remakes. You don't really know. You ultimately you don't want them yeah. until you realize you do. Yeah. I mean, like the thing had that prequel remake. Yeah. It was just unnecessary. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. Prometheus, well, 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 like not a remake or sequel at all. It's like, well, why bring back? Like, why bring back the alien? Oh, were, weren't they weren't they turning twenty sixty one into a uh, uh, Odyssey three essentially, Space Odyssey three into a, a miniseries or something recently? I remember hearing something about that. Oh yeah, they're making three thousand one. Three thousand one. That's what a, it was the fourth on one. A sci-fi, I think. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that could be interesting, I, depending on what they do with it. Honestly, I'm not holding out too much of it because it's not Kubrick. <laughs> but oh. um, but my God, it's full of stars. My God, it's full of stars. Yeah. You know what show they might be bringing back? TV show? Wex? No. No, but God, <laughs> I wish it was. Sliders? Space space cases? <laughs> okay. Sli- uh, no. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Reboot. Oh, yeah. I saw something about that recently. Yeah. How did we not catch that? The whole reboot, reboot joke there. I know, right? I know. That ended... Oh, my God. I remember... Not to get down to nostalgic lane here, but I remember, like, season two of that, or season three, ending with two characters that were essentially the characters from the X-Files. Oh, my Uh, God, that show was so 90s. Yeah. It was... (laughs) It had a very interesting production story. Yeah. But, yeah, there... It's been... It's in work. It's in development, supposedly, by Mm -hmm. a rainbow. Oh, there was another one. That, there's another uh, 90s thing we didn't talk about. Turn, mute, that, the Turtles. Oh, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's always been kind of around, though, because they, they, yeah. they've had TV series like, throughout. It never yeah. really went away. Yeah. It just kind of, people stopped watching, and then they started doing it again just to yeah. get people to start watching again. Yeah. But I hear the new series is actually pretty good. That's good. I've heard. Yeah, like the, uh, the new cartoon's pretty good. I haven't really watched kind of the new season yet. All they need is a new good arcade game. Oh. <laughs> the new movie, I'm looking forward to watching because I want to see how bad it is. <laughs> oh, I heard that was horrendous. Yeah. Uh, maybe we should watch that, uh, Dustin, together. Do a do a riff, tri- riff of it. Let's see. Uh, 
Uh, Ready to wrap it up? Uh, yep. Is there anything else? Alright, um... Woo, Star Wars! Star Wars... Woo! Star Wars Episode Eight: A Force Unleashed. No, it's Star Wars Episode Nine. The Force needs to go out for a walk. And poop. <laughs> the, force, uh, the Force needs a break. <laughs> give the Force a break, man. Give me, give me a break of that Force kit bar. Um... The Force Lebowski. Well, okay, so the podcast is over, so let's just um, <laughs> talk about this point. Um, what do you want the Star Wars spinoffs to be? Um, um, go ahead, Dustin. You, you go first. Mandalorians. Mandalorians. Oh, that could be interesting. I would like to see... I'd actually like to see Shadows of the Empire as in, in a move forward. I, obviously, I don't think they're going to just take... An adaptation of a, of a book like that. Probably yeah, not, guess. but honestly, if they t- if they rewrite it to take out the original Well, wait, wait, hold on. They can't do that because it takes place in between episode, uh, was it, four, uh, five and six, right? Yeah, but you can write it to focus on, like, Dash Rendar and um, Freeze Yeah, but wasn't, like, Luke, Luke Skywalker and all that big parts of it? And they're, they, like... They were big parts of the novel, but they, because it was a splitting, a multimedia franchise, they each thing kind of, like, focused on a different bit. Like, the game mainly focused on... Dash Rendar only had minor bits of uh, of uh, the other characters in it, yeah, so they could they could do it. They could do something with those characters written slightly different. Is that part of the Star Wars legacy, though? At this point, I don't like, know it, actually. Nope. You know, they rebranded all all the novels basically to be like non-canon. Yeah, all, yeah. Basically, everything that was extended universe is non-canon. Yeah. All that's canon is the movies. Until they and, until they say otherwise, because they're probably going to go back and reuse some stuff. Of all this canon is the movies, um, the Clone Wars, and they released like a, a comic book recently. I think is, that's canon, and uh, yeah, and like Rebels and all that. But honestly, they kind of had like to, e. because if we're being completely honest, the Star Wars extended universe is insane. Well, I mean, it just went on so long past the original source material that, like, it, it, like you, it, if you were to make an episode seven like they are, I mean, you can't really be beholden to twenty years worth of, you know, extended universe, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, people got kind of mad when that happened, but it's completely un- understandable why it is, like, why it happened. I'm just sad that we lost uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Is canon? Well, is that canon? Well, it was extinct. Well, the non-game portions were kind of canon. But you know, I mean, it's not really important if it is or not. But yeah. Oh, we uh, still have the old Republic. Yeah, it's still going on, I guess. Is which still- I, which I've always meant to play that, but I just don't want to devote any time to it. There's also it's free to, it's free to play. So yeah, there's also Star Trek Online too. Is that canon? Well, it's... Well, technically, it's to the old stuff, yeah. It's kind of continuing the old timeline. Yeah, the um, time travel reboot in Star Trek was a real smart way of doing that. Okay, now we're just rambling. Well, I said the podcast is over, but I'm still recording, so this is still part of it. But now we're done for real. See you guys. Uh, Did we plug our stuff? Everyone everyone knows. I mean... I just released a new movie on YouTube slash Joseph Blanchett. So go watch it. It's, a, it's an old script I wrote back in 2004, and me and a buddy have been re, have been remaking it. See, it's his own revival that we've done. 
and the first part's out, and we'll be release, releasing the next parts when they're ready. So, I'm in one of those parts. I think yeah, I'm... you're you're a zombie. You just you just moaned. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I are talented. Mark has a bigger role than you do. Just saying. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and that's why I think Star Wars is the wait. What ha- am I back? What happened? <laughs> You're lagging out. No, I, I was. I've been. I, I lagged out for about a minute or two. Oh well. Well, we're we're officially done. See you guys. Damn it. Bye, everybody. Yeah, Bye. Anything you want to plug, Mark? Um, two uh, The hole in the Titanic. I've yeah. played a lot of Titanic stuff recently. Wish we could retcon the Titanic. <laughs> that would have been nice. And, All right. And on that interesting note. <laughs> Put that on Twitter. Wish we could retcon the Titanic. Hashtag Joseph Flanchett 2014. Okay, bye. Hey, everybody.